Soul Trap. Hello and welcome to the 24th episode of the My Hero Academia podcast. I'm Kendra and today I have with me... Ash, back Yay. again after my uh, brief hiatus from last week. <laughs> this week we're going to do chapter 206 and then we're going to go back and talk about anime episode 8. Oh yeah, I was wondering, did you, ha- did you get a chance to listen to last week at all? Uh, no, I've been so busy with other no. stuff. I've been like, backed on, backlogged on so many stuff. Oh projects i've been trying to get done this week so hopefully sometime this week i'll get a chance to do that yeah uh no worries i was just wondering because we were talking a bit about stain and how he would feel about endeavor and like some of the other pro the like the who the pro heroes are now yeah and like do you think stain would like endeavor or wouldn't like him oh that's a good question i don't i think he'd probably be mixed on endeavor because on the one hand, he does get results, you know, like with how many cases and everything he's closed. But on the other, just like based on his personality and his reasons for being a hero, I feel like Stain wouldn't wouldn't care for him on that front. Because he is, like Endeavor just wants to be a hero to basically beat All Might. Like he's not doing it out of any kind of like uh, grand selflessness like All Might is doing. So I feel like it'd be probably a mixed reaction to him. And I feel like, though, that Stain, like, he only really cares if people, like, as long as they're not doing it for, like, the publicity, kind of. Yeah, or, like, yeah publicity, Endeavor, fame, or, like, everything mm. like that. And Endeavor's not doing that. So, like, I don't know if he would, like, I, maybe he would, because he does seem to be, like, you should focus on saving people. And Endeavor doesn't really seem all about that, or at least he before he wasn't. Now, like, yeah. he kind of seems to care more. But he's leaving most of saving people to Hawks anyways. Yeah. So that's the that's the one thing is that I don't know because like <laughs> we don't know enough about how Stain feels about stuff. So I'm just like yeah. I don't know. But we got, we got an interesting email last week. I thought it was cool. It got, it just got me thinking about Stain and Endeavor. But now on to the news. This is my hero the Belfine 1-8 scale Ochiko figure is now out and available. If you go to the Belfine website, you can buy it there. There's also uh All Might figure by Ban Presto, I think, which is kind of cool. And there's also, there was some news revealed yesterday at New York Comic Con that My Hero Academia Smash, the four comma, just like comedy thing, is going to get an official English release in summer 2019. Oh, wow. Very cool. Yeah. And it's it's mostly just like one-off jokes and like kind of a plot. And there is one bit I know where like, Ochiko has a conversation with Bakugo about, like, how he treats Deku, and it's actually really cool. So it manages to, like, have, like, jokey stuff and then have, like, a little bit of serious stuff that you'd almost wish was, like, in the main series. Oh, okay, now <laughs> I might need to get my hands on this when it comes out. Yeah. Um. Oh, and you, you know how there was the All Might Rising manga? Yes. Now we're getting an OVA of it. Oh, okay. <laughs> that is the best news. Yep, it's going to come out with the Two Heroes movie when it comes out on Blu-ray. It's coming to Japan, like the DVD, in February 13th, 2019. So who knows when it'll get that in English, but if you really, yeah, which is awesome. (laughs) (laughs) And I think it kind of explains why they were pushing Young All Might so much in all the trailers when he wasn't really in, like, it was mainly just adult All Might. Yeah. So I think it makes sense to tie those two together. And if anybody listening hasn't read All Might Rising yet, you can read it for free on Shonen Jump. You just have to make an account, and I think like anybody can do that. So it's really pretty easy. And just to reiterate, we're getting a live-action movie by Legendary Pictures, and who also making Detective Pikachu. So keep your eyes peeled for any news on the live-action movie, because <laughs> we all want to know, is The Rock playing All Might? <laughs> oh, my God. Or could they just have Pikachu be... What if Ryan Reynolds is Kaminari? Oh, wait, no. <laughs> He's voicing Pikachu. Okay. I know, but if Ryan Reynolds is in it, I'd rather just like they make Minetta a CGI and just have Ryan Reynolds voice him. Because I feel like that would be more perfect for the role. Probably. <laughs> Let Ryan Reynolds voice everyone. Just have it. But anyway, um, I think that's all for the news that I can think of at the moment. This is my hero academia. And we start off with uh, Vlad. I must say, I'm so used to it being present Mike yelling out, <laughs> Four fighters are down for the count! But they're not technically out of the game until they're thrown in prison. 
and we see somebody's hand. It's like, how how will this play out? Ouch. Ida is still conscious. And he's like, my left arm and left leg, they're too heavy. I don't have enough power with just one leg. And we get to see, like, the mound of now solid goop. And just his head is out, really. So, like, he's not dead. And he's like, Todoroki, I'm sorry. If only I'd been one step faster in reaching you. And we get the announcement, Ida's still conscious, but he's not going anywhere fast. <laughs> or he's not going, he's, oh, sorry, but he's going nowhere fast. Still, it's kind of mean. And he's like, it appears Kayabara's humble resistance left a mark. Our spinning boy did all he could to slow down his jailer just before being thrown into the slammer. I just like spinning boy. He's in jail. <laughs> well done, Kayabara. You're the real MVP. And it's like, sure. <laughs> it's like this biased comment. Is it getting anywhere? Is it getting any better, Vlad? I love it. (laughs) Vlad's just not even pretending to be objective. He's just like, no, I love my kids. I want to cheer them on. It just bugs me that his fangs are on the bottom part of his face, not the top. So he's not a vampire. He's like a werewolf guy. Yeah. That's weird. Uh, And then uh, Mina saying, hey, if everyone's down for the count, then class A leads 1-0. And... Momo crushes her dreams. I'm afraid not, Ashido. <laughs> it's everyone's favorite character, Monoma. <laughs> Have you been too distracted by bombastic battle to notice what else was going on? Well, Tetsu and Todoroki's intense fight unfolded. The tides of battle shifted. I can't tell if that's Monoma or Vlad. It could. It's the sad thing is it could be either of them. <laughs> yeah, I think it's Monoma. I think it's continuing from his little laugh, what he was going on about. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we see them fighting. Shoji and Pony? I thought she was all tied up with Ojiro's tail. Where's Ojiro? And then we get, let me tell you. <laughs> Momo's got some tea to spell. <laughs> and we get Ojiro going, crap, it's Hananuke. Uh, and he's like, the more you wreath and struggle to escape, the looser your grasp on her becomes. And we see him let go, because he's got Ojiro by the legs. Oh. I can't tell what's... Yeah, I can't tell. That. No, I think that's his tail, because I think his other leg is, like, up in oh, that yeah. speech bubble, and then he's grabbing onto the tail that he's grabbed a pony with. Mm-hmm. And he does a fist of the tail. <laughs> Slump smacks did. <laughs> he manages to free Shoji, and he says, that did it, Ojiro. And they all got out. Uh, he generated such incredible force from that. You, Pony's going, run on ahead, Hananuke! And she jabs, oh, she hits Ojiro's tail with her thing. We get some blood. He says, skewer me all you'd like. I'm not letting go. Fine by me if you don't want to let go. Quad horn power will send you straight to jail. Oh, she's good. And she manages to, like, dodge around, like, pillars she can't even see. And sends him straight into prison. Again, fighters are still in the game as long as they're outside of the cage. But by the same token, once they're locked up, it's over. It doesn't matter how they've been thrown in there. Will the binding hold long enough? The score is now 1-1. What binding is he talking about? I don't know. Because they threw him into... She, like, broke uh, down the door and throw him into jail. Yes, yeah, so maybe if the door isn't closed, he can still escape from in there, but... No, because she says, like, once you're inside, you know. you're inside. I don't know why he's talking about binding. Yeah, I don't know. It's kind of weird. Uh, and then she says, these four are incapacitated. What about Kayabara? If he got caught, it's 1-1. I can't let Shoji catch me. Oh, yeah. And she goes... Oh. Todoroki. Oh, no, no, sorry, this is Ida yelling. Ida's like, Todoroki! <laughs> He's still just screaming. And she's like, oh, what now? I couldn't beat Shoji while controlling all four horns before, so I don't stand a chance if I can't even use them to attack now. Getting Todoroki into prison would put us in the lead, but carrying all three of these guys is going to slow me down. Shoji will catch up before I reach the cage. And if I lose now, we all lose. And then we get a swoop. In that case, ah! I think that's Ida screaming. She's like, sorry, I can't tell. Sorry, Tentacool. From up high, out of your reach, I'll bide my time. 
we may not win, but I refuse to let us lose. I don't know why I'm doing that voice for her in English. <laughs> she's, I didn't do it before. She's like, I can't bear the thought of leading my team to defeat. So honestly, yeah, she could fly. What you gonna do? <laughs> exactly. Oh, poor Shoji. Yeah. And then next page, you go 20 minutes of elapsed. Match three is over. The score stands at one to one. It's a draw. <laughs> and Hojiro's tail looks so badly messed up. Like, he's got puncture marks and bruises all over it. He must be hurting really bad. So then we have all the little robots coming in to take everyone that's been knocked out. It's like, large number of injured juveniles. Nursing instructor will be working overtime. And Kaminari's like, they were just stalling. No fair. And he goes, in real life, fleeing and waiting for rescue services is a perfectly reasonable strategy. And you see two, <laughs> two robots having to dig Ida out of the muck he's stuck mm-hmm. in. It's like, oh, uh, which goes like, Ida, you must feel so frustrated. And then we have, in light of the multiple knockouts, evaluation will come later, just like with match two. And Midori's like, but it's like, match four priders, prepare yourselves. Mm-hmm. It's like, he was awesome out there, talking about uh, Ida. Mm-hmm. And you have nurse's office smooch. Mm-hmm. And Todoroki just knocks awake. <laughs> oh my god, come on. And then, to, uh, what's it? Oh god, I can't remember the nurse's name, but she's just like, oh, Todoroki. Oh, Recovery Girl. How did I forget that? <laughs> recovery Girl pulls the, hey, Todoroki, you're not yourself when you're hungry. <laughs> Eat a Snickers. Hold your already had one in his head and back. <laughs> And then Tetsu, 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 Tetsu's like, Todoroki, our team's went a tide, but I'm taking this as a loss. That heat was something else. I can't wait to rumble again. <laughs> and Recovery goes like, pipe down. And he's like, a tie. And Ida goes, essentially, if I'd been faster, we could have won. He's like, oh, Ida. He's like, I was still too slow and utterly helpless against Tononuki's softening tactics. And Todoroki's like, I vaguely remember you saving me, though. Then, if you'd come at us all hell-bent with your fire, I wouldn't have been able to fight back. Ice is my go-to opening move is a bad habit of mine. It's practically become instinctive for me. And he goes, no, you are plenty fast. I was just too slow. I was slow, and it wound up being your problem. I've got to become a hero who's actually reassuring. And then we see little baby Todoroki just watching All Might on the TV, you know, very reminiscent of both Deku and Bakugo. Mm-hmm. And Ida's back to his normal self. And he goes, nonsense. You, re- unreliable. I won't hear of it. Ouch. <laughs> I'm meant to run toward those in need, wherever, whenever. Especially since I'm determined to inherit Ingenium's mantle. Mm-hmm. Then it looks like Honanuki's in the next bed over. And he pulls back the curtain with this scary-looking skull face. And he goes, your fire and your recipro... In my mind, those are challenges I've yet to overcome. How about a rematch someday? Mm. And both are just like, sure. And then Recovery Girl's like, if you boys are feeling better, then get back to the grounds. This is no time for chitter-catter. It's <laughs> like, ah, yes, ma'am. It's like, the match will begin once everyone is in position. It's just like, the nurse's room is not a place to make friends. <laughs> everyone stop bonding there, please. <laughs> exactly. Uh, and then we have match four start. And it looks like Bakugo's team is up to bat. Mm-hmm. And uh, Jiro's just like, yikes, you're seriously suggesting that? It's like, that sort of strategy? No way, man. <laughs> it's like, did I stutter? <laughs> Bakugo! <laughs> That's so good. <laughs> it's like, this is it. Each class has a single win. So if you lose or tie this next one, you guys can no longer say you beat us. <laughs> Onoma's just totally embraced his evil villain side. <laughs> And Kaminari's just had to tell him, chill out, man. <laughs> he was like, oh, I've been waiting for match four in particular. Yes, siri. Why, you ask? Because Tokage is in the mix. Bakugo had better be ready. And then looks like Scaly out for girl goes, let's do this. And it goes, Setsuna Tokage is the other one in class B who got in on special recommendation. Oh. Let's just say she's one naughty customer. And then we have Deku looking at Bakugo and he goes, Kachan. And then Bakugo goes back to his normal self and he goes, Keep your eyes on me, Deku, you weeb. Dweeb. Oh, dweeb. 
<laughs> He's like, I'm a weeb. <laughs> Keep your eyes yeah. on me, you anime nerd. <laughs> That's Yamamushi Pedal. You've been watching too much of Yamamushi Pedal. I have. I've been binging it, I have to say. <laughs> it is very good. Oh, and I just realized, is she naked besides the belt? I don't think so. I think that's just her costume. You can like, see her belly button, like her. Like, yeah, she, I think it's I just. Think, like, I think she's naked. I don't know because her face doesn't isn't completely covered by the scale, so I don't think it's like her scales or her face and her fingers aren't covered by like the scaly material, whatever it is. So I have to assume it's a costume and it's just super super skin tight, and that's why you can basically see everything. Or she has like a face instead of like a uh, like a mask like a mask. She has a skin mask. Oh. Okay. But then that doesn't explain the fingers though. Yeah. So she puts on little finger rings. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. And I wonder like what her quirk like. I want to know like everything. And I wonder like when he says naughty customer, he probably like he means her quirk is like intense, but like or maybe like tricky or something. I don't know the fact that they're saying like Monoma's just like oh Bakugo better be ready. I'm wondering if she has something that'll directly counter Bakugo's powers and like render him useless. So it'll be interesting to see what that is. She has got a reptile theme, so I wonder if like her powers are somehow based on that, and like that's why the whole heat thing like will play in her favor because reptiles are cold, uh, cold blooded, so they need. Mm-hmm like warms to keep moving so maybe that's the thing is like oh she can use the heat to like speed herself up if she gets hit by it she just sunbathes under back of those bombs <laughs> <laughs> and like grows a tail and throws it at him yeah i don't know i just like, don't know yeah. uh uh but how did you feel about pony for this chapter Pony, I actually, i was not expecting that much from her and i'm surprised at how competent she was like, she's got really good control of her horns, like, to be able to, like, basically swerve around all those columns insanely fast and then go throw Ojiro in and then hold basically the body weight of four people with <laughs> her horns, like, all the way up in the air. So she's a lot more powerful than she looks. Yeah, she literally carried her team to victory, yeah, <laughs> or to exactly. tying. But I guess I kind of wish that she just picked up Todoroki, but it could make sense. Like, she, she couldn't carry, like, that many people, because she yeah. literally only has so many horns. But yeah. And I, it kind of makes me think of, though, the anime episode that we're going to talk about next. They say, like, oh, they took advantage of the fact that it was training, and I think she did here, too, because, sure, yeah. like, waiting for, uh, like, medical services is a real thing, yeah. but you can't float in the air forever. Yeah. Or maybe she can. I don't, yeah, I don't that's why I'm like, maybe she was taking advantage of it a little bit. But honestly, I think she did a really, really good job of like knowing what she was capable of. Yeah. Yeah, it's, I agree it's a mix. Because like in a real villain battle, like if she had just done this and was like, okay, I'm just going to hide out here. Then the villain could have either, if they had a power that would have reached her up in the sky, they would have tried to just keep the pressure on. Or just been like, okay, all right, if you're going to ignore me, I'm just going to go, Kill you know. Me. Yeah, and hit some civilians or hit some other heroes. So I think she feels like she definitely took advantage of the training, but yeah, it's a mixed bag. It's, it's the fact of like you kind of have to because there's a time yeah, exactly. limit. So like, I yeah. forgot there's a time limit too. So eh, good on her. She was smarter than me. So props <laughs> to her. Um, I guess Shoji, you could just throw rocks at her. <laughs> like yeah. I guess she's, she's like really high up. So yeah. you still couldn't do anything, but like, throw rocks or just I don't, I don't know um and Ida blames him or how do you feel about Ida and Todoroki or just like the rest of the chapter overall Ooh, I mean uh Ida's had like I'm glad that Ida finally got like a lot of screen time and I feel like it fits perfectly in his character that he takes on too much responsibility onto himself mm. so he's just like oh you know even though he did do everything and he did help out so much He's still like, oh, no, I should have been able to do more. I don't have to have people kind of rely on me. I think part of it comes from him forgetting that, you know, he has to work as a team. And, you, you know, everyone has to kind of pull their own weight. Not everyone should shoulder the responsibility of doing everything. Mm-hmm. So I feel like he's being a little bit too hard on himself. But I actually like Todoroki's little uh, conclusion that he came to mm-hmm. where he was just like, oh, you know, I've 
because he does like everyone that's seen his fight knows that he always starts off with a huge ice attack to kind of slow down everyone and create a barricade. Mm -hmm. So he's right that he has become, you know, really, really predictable and that he's used his ice powers for most of his life. And he's just now kind of starting to incorporate his fire powers into it. So I feel like it's what, uh, was it Razorhead told Ojiro or not Ectoplasm told Ojiro is like, you know, you have to learn to fight, uh, differently now than you used to before. Mm-hmm. And so I feel like that's the same with Todoroki. He has to find a way to fight now, incorporating both of his powers and not just like relying on one over the other. Mm-hmm. That's what I was kind of thinking of. Like last chapter, he's like, oh, I'm going to get really hot. But like he forgot he has ice to cool and down. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's literally what you have it for. Yeah. <laughs> like, which is bad because his dad like designed him that way, which is like yeah. awful. But. Yeah, I just kind of feel the same that I kind of, like, I don't think it's Ida's fault. Like, I think Todoroki, I'm glad that he's kind of recognizing I should do more. Because, like, he needs to learn how to fight. And, like, he either, he always goes big. Like, the only small thing that he's done is when he froze Ida's muffler so he could fight during the stain fight. Yeah. And that's maybe it. Oh, and he did, like, an ice ramp uh, during yeah. the All Might fight. Yeah. But other than that, like, can you think of any, any small stuff he's done? No, I think that's always been his biggest problem. Like he doesn't have good precision control over his powers, because mm-hmm. I think his fighting style is like, no, you know, throw everything at the enemy as quickly as they can before they can react and take them down before the fight kind of gets dragged out. Mm-hmm. And even with uh, Midoriya back in the sports festival, we saw that Todoroki isn't really great at kind of like close combat or hand to hand, which is why he tries to keep, you know, everyone at a distance so he can use his powers. Mm-hmm more effectively because if he gets too close up into if someone gets too close to him then i feel like he gets limited in how much he can do because he can't just throw like a wide ranging attack because mm-hmm. he'll basically leave himself open so i hope that's what he learns to do next is starting to learn like some fine-tuning precision control over his powers become the avatar <laughs> <laughs> exactly <laughs> really learn some breakdance moves from Amina, and then become a firebender. Oh, like, become yes. Suko, literally. Like, I need to... Ma- you know how uh, Greg, like, gave uh, Oda on uh, Game of Thrones? Someone yeah. needs to, like, mail <laughs> uh, him. Avatar, Avatar the Last sets. Airbender. Yes. <laughs> like, please, give <laughs> it to... Oh, I for- what's the author's name again? I forget. This is awful. Uh, Horikoshi. Horikoshi. I will give Horikoshi Avatar Last Airbender. I have it. <laughs> Caleb, give it to him. I will give him. I will give it to you. And then you can give it to Horikoshi. Because he hasn't watched it, and he needs to. Because it's good. And yes. Oh, and the other small thing that Todoroki's done before, I think, is when he, like, stopped himself from being blasted out by Midoriya by putting an ice wall beside, behind himself. Yeah. Um... And overall, like, I kind of like that we got to see the other, like, the rest of Class B, like, Kananuke and uh, Tetsu Tetsu. They feel like real characters now. Like, I really want them to, like, get another matchup against these guys. Yeah, honestly, I'm start. I'm actually, during these matches, I've become a bigger fan of Class B than I have of Class A. Because Class yeah. A, I feel like we get to see, like, the same kind of main characters over and over again. We don't really get a lot of development for the side characters and these matches class b's kind of gotten a quick and dirty look we got a quick and dirty introduction to like most of them and they feel like well or more well-rounded characters now so i'm definitely cheering for them to win i'm kind of excited though because next chapter is going to be zero is all oh zero and sato are both people we haven't seen a lot of and they're on the back of those teams so i'm excited for that and Jiro, hopefully, I don't know who's going to be the leader of this group. Because besides Bakugo and his not leadership, which mm. maybe he'll be better. Like, maybe, like, I'm hoping that maybe his, like, like, hopefully this will be, like, Bakugo learning a little bit. So, like, how will he work with the team? Like, is his plan just to go off by himself? Or is he, like, actually thinking about his team's quirk? Oh, I don't know. The fact that he seems to have come with some crazy plan makes me think he's just, like, suggested something solo and everyone just like so is going to support him and whatever he does so maybe it'll be a case of like he goes and does his own thing and the other three kind of have to work together to coordinate around him because mm-hmm. the funny thing is is that like sato is the guy we know like the least about 
Yeah. I have to like Google his name every time. It's like <laughs> Sugar Man, My Hero Academia. Who is this? <laughs> every time. Hopefully he'll yeah. get to do something cool. Yeah. And their versus Weldy, who can weld stuff. Um, glue Man, I think. I think he makes glue. Yeah. Um, and then I have no idea what Mohawk Mohawk Man can do. Oh, I vague. I can't even remember. I think vaguely remember, but I have no clue. Okay. Okay. It'll I'm be a good refresher next chapter, I think, when we probably get an introduction to their quirks again. I'm gonna look up what his name is. Once dun 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 dun. dun. Who is this? Oh, Togar Yam Kamane. Sorry, Togaro Kamakiri. Um, nothing's known about this quirk except for the name, which is razor sharp. And his name means uh, scythe or sickle, and his last name means praying mantis. Okay, so now I'm just imagining a Mr. One character where he just, <laughs> like, turns his body into blades. Or, like, I wonder if maybe he he has, like, ponies. It would be, it'd be boring if he had ponies power that he could throw his, like, side, his mandibles. Whatever, oh, the, yeah. The side horns. I think they're more like mandibles. Yeah. And so I don't know, or or he can do every, anything a praying mantis can, and he just like eats people. So like he yeah he literally like turns his arms into sheaths. Yeah, so, that would actually be pretty cool. That'd be cool. So I, oh, I, I'm excited for next week, and then whatever lizard girl can do. Yeah. Uh, maybe she bolts and just like like what can you do? I want to know. Don't know. Lizard girl has me the most intrigued because we finally know who all the four recommendations were. And Horonuki was kind of like the MVP of the last match with just like how he was just everywhere. So I'm looking forward to her being able to pull off the same kind of feats. Yeah, and I'm just like, yeah, you have to be really impressive to be recommended. Yeah. Oh, her work is called Lizard Tail Cut, and her name has the kanji for take and shadow. And her given name contains the kanji for cut an apple tree. And she likes dinosaurs. Maybe she just turns into a dinosaur. <laughs> We've already had a dragon lady, so if we're getting a dinosaur lady, I am totally down for that. Please turn into a T-Rex. Oh, if Kiyosu goes up and eats Bakugo, I'm going to be so happy. And then he has to, like, blow himself. That would be awful. He, like, murders a woman. <laughs> oh, I, that's, oh, I, like, I love that the names give us hints at the quirk, but also, like... Yeah. You could literally have anything. Yeah, I'm um, looking at her picture on the My Hero Academia wiki, like in her just uh, UA outfit. So it looks like she doesn't have scales everywhere. So I'm guessing yeah. what she's wearing at the end is just a skin tight costume. Or maybe her quirk is to turn on the scales and she can selectively turn it off on other parts. Oh, okay. Maybe it's like you're saying it's like uh, Colossus from X Men where he just puts on like the thing whenever she needs to. Mm-hmm. So kind of like, yeah, and like Hiroshima's hardening. Oh, okay. Like he's yeah, hardened that... all the time, but then not his face yeah. and fingers. Yeah, but okay. then like, what can you do with scales? <laughs> what are you going to do, like flake on me? <laughs> <laughs> I I want Horikoshi to prove me wrong that she isn't naked. Yeah, because uh, as soon as I saw this, the first impression I got was back in uh, season one of My Hero when Uraraka was like wearing her costume. <laughs> And Deku was just, like, freaking out about how tight it was. Mm-hmm. And Uraraka even, like, mentions, like, oh, yeah, you know, I should have told him not to make it so tight because it basically made it, like, a really form-fitting bodysuit. Mm-hmm. So I feel like this is, again, like, what Horikoshi's done is just given her, like, a really form-fitting bodysuit. It's just, mm-hmm. like, eh, Horikoshi, you need to dial it back a little bit, it's, man. It's kind of boring. Yeah, really, it is. Really, like, eh. Because, like, I like it when the outfits kind of hint at whether Quirk has or just, like, yeah. Any kind of personality, but oh, it's a sexy lady in skin tight. Yeah. Wow, I'm so impressed. <laughs> and the, the funny thing, Kate, when I was reading the manga for the first time, I honestly thought Ochiko was like the white was just naked. Yeah. That's what yeah. I thought. I and thought then... <laughs> the same thing with Midnight when she was first introduced. Mm-hmm. I'm like, all right, I, th- I literally thought Midnight was just naked and she's <laughs> wearing like some kind of bondage outfit. And I'm like, all right, Horikoshi, this is going too far. <laughs> Well, I think what Horikoshi originally planned for her was that her skin, t- like midnight skin tight thing, wouldn't be white. It was ju- it would be like skin color. So she would be wearing something, but she'd look like she was naked. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Someone I'm did so- a yeah. Someone did a really good redesign of midnight. Maybe I, I should share that on the, our Twitter. 
Oh yeah, really- I'd love to see that because I, I remember seeing some of the other design ideas he had for her. One where she's like wearing like the camouflage vest with like nothing beneath it, and I'm just mm-hmm. like, I know her like I know her powers just like oh she emits pheromones from her skin and everything, but like there's got to be a way to incorporate a costume with that where it doesn't look so skimpy. Mm-hmm. Oh well, Horikoshi is gonna Horikoshi. So <laughs> even though usually we say Horikoshi for twists, but now it's Horikoshi for Boring female costumes. You heard it here first. <laughs> Even though I think everyone already knows that. Yeah. But, eh, I don't want to dredge on it too much, but at least like Jiro is a nice costume. I don't know. I like he very selectively just forgets how to design things. Yeah. Uh, oh, well. And uh, any other comments for this chapter? I think. No, I'm just looking forward to what next week's going to bring. Yeah. Oh, I was thinking, I think Bakugo's team's going to lose because otherwise like Deku's team won't really be doing anything because yeah. it's like then if Deku loses then it's just a tie it'd be more interesting that... yeah not I'd much prefer seeing Bakugo lose yeah I think he's st- he's still he's been humbled a lot but he still needs yeah. some more because he still hasn't learned like he's still <laughs> going into this he still hasn't learned no he's back like this is what I'm saying like the end of the chapter just reminded me of old Bakugo again mm-hmm. so if it starts off with Horikoshi like showing like oh it seems like they're winning and then it's like an upset twist win for class B at the end. I'd be happy with that. Uh, I'm tired of the twists. Like all, every single, all, all of these matches have got done the same thing. We're like, oh, looks like this person's going to win. But then yeah. it switches. I would rather just give me a straight up fight. And then <laughs> just have straight her just, up, just like, have them just lose from the start. Yeah, just have her like her quirk be so amazing that it completely overwhelms them. And that uh, back goes the first one in jail. Honestly, and, I would love that. <laughs> that would be amazing because he's he's probably gonna charge in and go like I'm gonna go blast everybody about and then they just like weld him to something yeah. and it's just like what are you gonna do <laughs> and I want to see Jiro because Jiro is always has isn't super confident all the time I don't think no so I think it'd be really cool if she had to stand up like if she could do like I don't like she can't really do what Pony did because she can't literally carry her team yeah. but if she was able to like. Do a blast. So, oh, maybe they could tie again. I would be okay. Baku either loses or ties because of yeah. Jiro. That would be really cool. But but then, like, you'd be kind of doing the same thing again. But I just want more Jiro or if Sato got to do something cool. Ciro, he's just like, you're a team of tape. <laughs> eh. He's funny. If this next, if the next match starts with Bakugo just rushing in and getting captured and thrown into mm-hmm. jail right away... I'd be so happy with that, because then we could just get to see Jiro and the others kind of trying to do their own thing, and Bakugo just raging in his prison cell because he got caught so easily. Mm-hmm. Please. Uh, and I think that's all That's all for this chapter. Now, let's go on to the anime. Anime. This is my hero academia. And now we're going to do dun, 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 episode 8, Bakugo's start line, and it just adapts chapter 11. And the Bakugo murder jar is at 8, because I don't think there... <laughs> I didn't I didn't notice any other ones. <laughs> he wasn't in most of this episode. Yeah. Well, it kind of s- starts with the ending of last week's episode, which is just like... Deku punching and punches up, kind of ignoring Bakugo a little bit, to be honest. It's kind of like yeah. prioritizing winning over fighting him. And Bakugo's mad, like... like he's, Bakugo's always mad. He's just <laughs> mad that Deku isn't a pebble anymore. And, oh, I, I found it kind of noteworthy how in the flashback, this is when they're still, like, friends, Deku has to carry both the bug containers while Bakugo carries the net. And it's like, that's not equal. No, it's he's, basically like Bakugo's treating Deku like his sidekick, and he's just like, yeah, you're going to be my little little servant boy in my little fan club back there. Yeah. It's like, yeah, the, like, ah, uh, sorry, Deku always is like, oh, we were childhood friends. It's like, no, you weren't. <laughs> no, he's your childhood think... bully, even before he actually, like, full out started, like, assaulting you. Yeah. He was, uh, still had a very bully mentality. Yeah. And it's like, eh. And again, we just get the reminder that Bakugo thinks that Deku is tricking him, and you're trying... Oh, he's like, try to get me with it. I'm better than you, all that jazz. And Deku admits that he can't use it, and Deku collapses, like, that's all he could think of doing. And Bakugo is in shock, like, completely. And All Might screaming wins is very, very funny to me, and I love it. (laughs) (laughs) It is amazing. Uh... And someone, a Kaminari points out the roles look flipped. The losers look like the winners, etc. Like the winners are all hurt. 
And Ida patting Ochiko as she pukes is also very cute. <laughs> and Tokoyami points out they lost the battle but won the war. And it's like, oh, yes, early edgelord. I love him. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I kind of like we kind of get like a little bit of everybody's personality here, which I love. And yep. Sue pointing out that still training and we kind of get the sense like, oh, she's very like logical or kind of like calm thinking, even while like not being explicit about it. Yeah. And Todoroki comes in. Oh, 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 sorry. Todoroki frozen up on one side is really funny to me when he's not fighting because he just looks really cold. <laughs> I don't know because I was thinking about it because I always was confused whenever I saw this and I saw him this way. I'm like, why is his one side frozen? Then I'm like, no, wait, is that his hero costume where he's just covering up the you know, Endeavor side, and he's just mm. like, no, I just have ice powers, nothing else to see here. Because mm. I always found it weird. I'm like, why is he wearing like an ice shell on one side? Like he has one red eye, mm. just staring out because he looked like a half Terminator. And I'm like, yeah. it just seemed weird to me all the time. Yeah. Well, we'll learn more about that in season two. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> but yeah, it, it is. It's interesting. And All Might is alone with Bakugo, and Bakugo is still shaking. And he's basically having, like, a meltdown, a panic attack. Like, yeah, he seems to be almost having a panic attack with the way he's, like, hyperventilating. Mm-hmm. And it's like, they fought all out, but Deku still won. Because his world is shaken. Like, everything he thought about how the world works is crumbling. And All Might snaps him out of it. And he says, like, you need to learn from experience and move on. And it's International Men's Day, and I think it's super relevant here that, <laughs> like, repressing your emotions and kind of, like, basing all of your value on pride and being, like... I think that's something that maybe guys are have to like keep it all in a lot. Yeah. So I'm not a guy, so I don't really know that much. But <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I think Bakugo, we could learn a lot from how don't be like Bakugo, basically. Yeah. Well, Bakugo, at least at this stage, is like very representative of a lot of the ideals of toxic masculinity, where, you know, mm-hmm. he has to be number one. He values power over everything else. He's got a lot of anger and kind of uh, uh, self-esteem issues at this point. It's like, mm-hmm. again, something he has to kind of overcome and be more like Deku and like, you know, be more open with your emotions mm-hmm. and don't take, you know, losses so hard. Mm-hmm. It's not the end of the world. Yeah. And uh, we learned that All Might thinks the MVP was Ida and he appeals to the class to explain why. And I'm just like, I know this is like a teaching <laughs> technique, but I also think All Might just didn't want to explain why. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, and Momo volunteers and she praises Ida, saying he was the most, he adapted the most to the context of the training and he did what he was supposed to do. And I just want to say, for the record, her hero outfit is, outfit is dumb. <laughs> <laughs> it's just, it's stupid. And back to, she says Bakugo acted on a personal grudge on his own and that large-scale attacks are foolish indoors. Midoriya was rash and not able to move after that attack. And she's, I think she's basically just kind of taking that from what uh, Eraserhead was saying last step, last episode now, or maybe a few more, yeah. with basically, like, you can't just, like, keep wrecking yourself because then you can't do anything afterwards. And then Och- and Ochiko let her guard down, and she was also rash, and she didn't treat the weapon as a nuke which she should have, so she wouldn't have been able to attack that way if it had been a nuke. Yeah. And Ida is just happy to be praised. <laughs> <laughs> like, he's so happy. I can see why people ship the two of them. And yeah. and he's it's like, pointed out that he thought it was a fight over the weapon, and if it had gone that way, he would have been, like, he, would, he acted correctly, but since they acted like they went outside the box, and, like, outside the box of training, he was delayed into responding. Yeah. And basically, the hero team took advantage that it was training. Which is something that comes into play later on, maybe, depending on how you feel. <laughs> and Mineta is just staring at her for being so brutal, but also because she has boobs. And it's just very funny to me. <laughs> <laughs> and All Might is, is, like, very shook about how she, like, is, like, I think he was just like, oh, my God, you're just destroying them. <laughs> yeah, no, I think it was also that. And I think All Might didn't expect her to give such a thorough analysis. Like, I think he was expecting them to kind of give, like, half answers, and he would have, like, come in and been like, oh, look at me, I'm the knowledgeable teacher, and I'll tell you exactly why they failed, and Momo just kind of shut him down completely. <laughs> or I think like, that was great. Or just, like, a one at a time, each person says one thing, she's like, no, I'm, yeah. I'm like, ready. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and, but he does point out, though, that Mo- that Ida could have relaxed a little more, that he was very, like, rigid, and that kind of slowed yeah. him down a little. 
And she's like, start with the basics and you devote yourself to that. And we learn she is Yaoyorozo Momo and she was one of the four admitted via recommendation. And I love the flying cranes behind her and like the dramatic text. <laughs> she's like, very <laughs> Momo. And then they move on really quickly from there. And Bakugo is still very much in shock. And we get Todoroki and Shoji yeah, versus Ojiro and Hakagura. And I just love, like, Ojiro, sorry, Invisible Girl takes off her gloves and boots, and Ojiro's just like, she's naked, is that okay? <laughs> it's, it's a very good comic bit where she's like, she's yeah. like, don't look! And he's like, I can't, literally can't see you. <laughs> but it, just, uh, it just bugs me, because, like, what could she do naked? I guess, <sighs> like, is she just gonna, like, punch people? I guess, like, just sneak around and just kind of get them from behind. I guess it could work. I just, yeah, like we learn more about her quirk later, but even then, we still don't know a lot about Invisible Girl. Yeah. What's she doing? And there's a 15 minute time limit, which I forgot. And All Might is very dramatic with his pen and paper that I'm not even sure he's using. <laughs> <laughs> and then we get to learn that Shoji has doubly arms. He replicates body parts. Uh, he, yeah, he replicates body parts on his tentacles. I just love that he talks via his tentacle mouths. Yeah. It's kind of creepy. I'm sorry, Shoji, I love you. <laughs> and he's like, oh, they're both barefoot, and the invisible one is coming for us. And I just want to say, why on earth is Ojiro barefoot? <laughs> I don't know. There's no reason besides he's like a uh, martial arts nut. There's no yeah. reason. And Todoroki's like, just go outside. It's dangerous. He's being super cool. It's like, they want a defensive fight, but I don't care. And he freezes <laughs> the entire building. And I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, I thought he would freeze the floor, but I no. Yeah. Todoroki, he just froze an entire building. Like, what? And they're just frozen in place. And the red light from his eyes is very Terminator. And, like, the jingly of the keys is, like, spooky. Makes you think of, like, a gun, like, jingling as somebody walks. Or, like, yeah. those little sheriffs or something. Yeah. And uh, I literally wrote all capital letters, Ojiro, wear shoes. Why are you like this? Because <laughs> <laughs> he also gets frozen. But to be fair, like, the ice goes pretty high up. Like, I don't think it, it wasn't. It was up to his, like, ankles, I think. So it yeah. wasn't just like his the flat of his feet. Even if he'd been wearing shoes, yeah. he still would have been like pretty stuck. Yeah. And he says like, "Oh, move if you want, but you'll rip the skin off your feet, and it'll be harder to fight." And I just want okay, I just want to say we just had a fight where Deku broke his arm, his arm, and Ojiro was afraid of some bloody feet. Yeah, I mean, even when he was like Todoroki was passing right next to him, I feel like he could have at least used his tail, and like when Todoroki's guard was down. And just, like, smacked him with the tail and, like, knocked him out with it. But I guess he didn't really want to take the risk because he's just too intimidated by Todoroki literally icing an entire building as, like, a show of force. Yeah. Just, like, yeah, to me, that's fair because, like, they're just kids still. And, like, Deku, what he did was over the top and, like, shouldn't have done it. So I don't really blame Ojiro that much for not wanting to, like, super maim himself for just training. Yeah. But also, it's training, so, like, you gotta go beyond plus ultra, and that would have been pretty plus ultra if you just broke it out and kicked Todoroki's ass. Because, spoiler alert, to, spoiler alert, Todoroki can't fight for shit. <laughs> sorry. I'm, I'm sorry. <laughs> Don't yell at me on Twitter, people. Like, Todoroki's very cool. But also, I could literally take it. <laughs> but no, I couldn't. Okay, anyways. And Todoroki's kind of smiling here, and it makes him very smug. Uh, and even everyone is very chilly. And I just want to point out that Suyu is like asleep with her eyes closed because she's a frog. Spoiler alert. <laughs> I guess we kind of see that later a little bit. And Siro and Jiro and Tokoyami both don't look cold. And Aoyama as well. Because you know what? When you have all of your skin exposed, you're vulnerable. Your outfits are dumb. <laughs> <laughs> so many of these people, like even the guys, Kirishima and Sato. Sato? What's the Sugar Man? Sato, I think. Uh, Sato or Seto, I can't remember. I think it's Sato. I guess it's because, like, it makes sense because they're not, like, prepared. They aren't expecting super cold weather all the time. <laughs> but, eh. And they point out that he didn't, Toko, uh, sorry, Todoroki didn't damage his teammates or the bomb, and he weakened his enemies. And I, like, spent a bit on Google trying to search how temperature affected nukes, and I'm pretty sure I'm on a watch list now. <laughs> because <laughs> i was trying to find out if you could freeze nukes or if like what happens if you rapidly heat up nukes and i couldn't find anything because i don't think they want to tell people about nukes that much yeah. but let's just say if you ever have a nuke or see a nuke don't flash freeze it and then very fast heat it up it's probably yeah, gonna go badly yeah. 
And now Bakugo is in extra shock. And Todoroki touches the bomb, and he saws out the entire building all at once. And that's, like, also incredible that he can do it without, like, it's still hot. It's, like, boiling water. Yeah. But he's still, like, not melting anybody or melting anything. Like, that, like, I don't even understand how he could really do that. I guess he's just raising the room temperature a lot higher. Yeah, it still seems like he'd be letting off a lot of heat without actually, like, using his flame to kind of get that effect so quickly. Because he, like, he instantly melted all the ice in, like, the entire building all at once. So that's a lot of power output in a single moment. And that doesn't even seem like power he really has. Like, in series, he, like, other times, I guess, I don't know, it just seems a little weird to me, but it's just him, like, basically, it's him showing off, basically. Yeah, and it kind of, I think, contradicts a little bit of what we see in later, uh, later arcs where he kind of doesn't want to use that side of his power for reasons like he i feel like he will use it against just... people that's the only thing he won't use it against people okay so he's okay using it just like to melt stuff and things yeah okay and he's like sorry the difference in our abilities was too great but okay and they kind of do the evaluation here and it's just like i don't think todoroki learned anything from this fight just going all <laughs> out from the start it's like that's great but you just won because ojiro doesn't wear shoes yeah like, and, that you didn't learn anything from this fight. You just, like, showed off how cool your quirk is. But this is whole point. It's a learning exercise, like training. You didn't learn yeah. anything. And he didn't even ha- you know, use uh, Shoji's help for it. He's just like, no, you go wait outside. I'll handle this myself. You know, I don't need you for this. Mm-hmm. And we learned that Todoroki Shoto was admitted through Mechan Demandation as well. He's half hot, half cold. And All Might calls him a monster and says his temperature <laughs> range is unknown. <laughs> And Bakugo's biting his lip. He's very upset. And then we get, like, very quick flashes of everybody's different fights. I really, really wish the anime had shown us more of these. Like, watching yeah. it, I was like, I want to know what happens. Or, like, who won what. And I'm pretty sure it was the same in the manga. That it was very much, like, quick, quick shots of it. Yeah, and, even just, like, flashes of, like, what happened with the fights. Like, just seeing them in action would have been enough. But And we get, like, Ciro, he, to- he taped up the place. But, like, they can still see the tape. <laughs> <laughs> That's what kind of confused me. And Kirishima, like, hardening up. They look like a very cute team. And Tokoyami and Asui, I ship it. <laughs> I love how Tokoyami just walks in there like such an edgelord. Like, he waits until he's right under the darkness, does the dramatic flare back with his cape, mm-hmm. and brings out his quirk. And he's like, all right, yeah, let's do this. <laughs> and Asui's just, like, hopping along in the corner. Yeah. She's, like, hopping along the walls. Uh and we don't see the results, and Momo is just, like, making a wall with, like, metal stuff, like, little bricks. Instead yeah. of, like, why doesn't she just make, like, a metal wall? But I guess, like, if she just, like, stood a metal sheet, it could knock down, so, like, doing lengthwise makes more sense. Yeah. Horizontal, I don't know, whatever. Um, and Mineta is useless, just staring at her butt. Uh, but at least God. she, like, gla- she glares at him for that. Like, yeah. are you helping? Like, he could make trap, his balls would make actual good traps. <laughs> That'd be better than the tape, because the tape, you can literally just take it off. Yeah. But we don't know, really know anything about his stuff yet. Why are they called balls? I'm still mad. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and uh, Jiro and Kaminari team up, and she's able to figure out where they are. And Kaminari looks scary. Like, I wrote scary Pikachu, and we learned that yeah. he's electric. Electric. Okay, sorry. Uh, <laughs> and Sato and Koda are on the same team. Koda is scared of Sato. <laughs> uh, and... Mineta, oh, sorry, there. Aoyama and Mina are on the same team, and she hurts his cape. Sad face. <laughs> See, this is what happens when, when uh, Sophie's not here, her son gets hurt. <laughs> yeah. Aw. And I just wrote the animation to give us more of these fights. And there's no injuries besides Midoriya. And I guess it kind of makes sense we didn't see it because Deku didn't see it. Oh, but... yeah, because we're starting to see the pers- story from his perspective, basically. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which kind of yeah. sucks, but eh. Uh, and they're like, oh, like a normal class after Ayazawa is kind of anticlimactic. <laughs> and get Sue again, like, speaking her mind. And then All Might just runs away from them. <laughs> like a dingus. I oh. love how Ojiro's just like, why is he running away so quickly? <laughs> All Might's just like, full speed, just running off. <laughs> uh, and All Might's kind of thinking to himself, Bakugo is a mass of pride. There's nothing more fragile than a heart swelled to burst. And it's like, then do literally anything about it. <laughs> he kind of does at the end of the episode, but still, like, mmm. And he's like, as his teacher, I must console him well. But then you don't! 
Sorry, I just have I have a lot of like anger. Yeah, no, um, it's understandable. But then he barely has any time left, so he has to deflate, so that makes sense. And uh, Recovery Girl is kind of getting mad at Deku, saying it's three times you've already been here. Like, tisk tisk. And she can't treat him all at once because she just treated him yesterday. She knows that she, yeah, she knows that he has All Might's power and that he shouldn't get spoiled for it. <laughs> and, like, he was, he was considering his feelings, so he didn't interrupt, but, like, maybe he should have. But also, like, it was a very important moment for Deku, so... I don't know. And All Might is saying, please don't talk about it so loudly. <laughs> I like I like that he respects Recovery Girl a lot, but then he's not afraid to be like, okay, no. Mm. Uh, and she kind of backhands him a little bit with a natural born hero symbol of peace. And like, there's a lot of weight on his shoulders, really. Yeah. And she's saying like, known only to Recovery Girl, the principal, and a secret, te- secret friend, and Midoriya. But his common, his true form is common knowledge to other UA teachers and some pro heroes. And I just wonder, like, isn't being a natural born hero so important? And he says, or, and also a symbol of peace. And he says, like, society would be overtaken by evil if he wasn't. But I think that's really just for symbol of peace. Yeah. But we don't, I guess, like, there's mm-hmm. no concept of chain, people having giving away quirks or anything right here. Because that's just, like, completely foreign to people. Yeah. But, well... Eh, we'll see. They explore that a bit later. <laughs> and at one point, uh, All Might has a giant yaoi hand, <laughs> just for the record. Uh, she also points out that he needs to learn how to guide someone. If he wants to guide society, you need to be able to guide one kid. And we get a very long flashback for all the progress Deku's had, and maybe a little too long, to be honest. Yeah. Um, and Midorio wakes up later, and he has, and he learns again that he has to wait for treatment. And he's like, oh, no, I missed class. Everyone's, like, I was going to be mad. And I just love, like, the rest of his class is waiting for him. And I honestly, I, like, forgot. And I was like, it's just, I thought just Bakugo was going to be there. Yeah. But I love it that the class, like, they're all getting to know each other. And Kirishima's like, oh, you're so cool. And he's just like, <laughs> Kirishima's so good. Like, honestly. Yeah. Oh, he is really the best boy. Mm-hmm. And they're just pointing out, like, oh, you, you like, your hypeness inspired the other matches. Uh, in Aoyama calls him inelegant, <laughs> and everyone's introducing themselves. And honestly, there's so many of them, so I feel like when I first started the series, I like could not remember anybody's name for. Yeah, no, it's like a huge <laughs> cast of characters, and then like you dump a bunch of names on them. It's hard to remember all that right at the start of a series. Yeah, so I think I, I referred to a lot of them just by their quirks, but now I feel like <laughs> I know most of them. But some of them are just like I need to Google their names because <laughs> some of them just are hard. They don't have enough screen time. Exactly. Uh, and then Ida gets mad at Tokoyami for sitting on the desk, like he got mad at Bakugo for sitting on the desk. <laughs> and Tokoyami's little, like, quirk of, like, closing his eyes at people who annoy him is so <laughs> cute. Like, it wouldn't work if you didn't have a bird head. But just because <laughs> you only see, like, one eye, and it's, like, closes his eyes, just like, so done with you right now. I'm literally not paying attention yeah. <laughs> Oh, he's so cute. And he's like, oh, you're disrespecting the desks of our upper class then. And it's like, whatever. It's like, what are you doing with your hands? <laughs> and then Kaminari asks Ochiko out. And I was like. Oh, <laughs> yes. I did not notice this the first time. Same. <laughs> I was just like, oh, damn. I was like, that oh. is so smooth. But then yeah. she just like, she's like, oh, wait, I like mochi. And then she just runs to Daku and Kaminari's like, why is this my life? Just blows him off. Oh, I feel so bad for him. He like struck out so badly. Oh, I believe in you, Kaminari. At least like, it wasn't being creepy. It was just like it was just very funny. Yeah. Oh, that was very smooth. Very smooth. It would work on me. I'd be like, take me for hot chocolate. Uh, yeah. Um. Dun dun And ba- we learned that Bakugo just went home. Deku chases after him, and he's like, he tells Bakugo that his quirk is something he received from someone else. But he won't say who. It's like from the comic books. I still find it kind of weird that comic books exist in the world with quirks. Yeah. I think in, um, have you read Watchmen? I have. Because in Watchmen, it's kind of interesting that instead of having hero comics, they have pirate comics. Which is, I'm not Um, talking about One Piece. I'm talking about, like, there's a very, very dark, like, side pirate story. That's really disturbing. Yeah, so you think that's the same for my heroes that have like <laughs> about like different kinds of escapism? If yeah, it could I think I think it'd be cool if they explored that more instead of just being like oh we have comic books too. 
Yeah. That must be like someone's normal life. <laughs> Imagining like a comic about a salary man that goes to work and just like his normal life, you know, buying groceries, having to paint his rooms, <laughs> go out furniture shopping. Pretty much, like, all my autobiography could be a comic book. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, and he also tells Bakugo that he can't control it. And he says, again, like, it's a borrowed power. It's not his own. And one day I'm going to, like, I tried to beat you without using it and I failed. And one day I'll make this quirk my own and beat you. And it's so funny that, like, this entire time Bakugo is just, like, twitching. Being like, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> Are you trying to make more of a fool out of me? And he just, like, I, he actually gets, like, vulnerable and he's uh, was saying, I couldn't beat the ice guy, and the pony girl was right, and, like, I couldn't even beat you. All that matters is that you beat me. And just, like, his shaking fist, like, usually, like, you'd almost expect him to be, like, sparking, but he's not. And he has no outlet. And he's like, and he cries, too. Which, like, it kind of makes me feel for Bakugo a little bit more. And, yeah. and, and he's saying, like, I'm just getting started. I'm going to be number one. I won't lose again. And it looks like that would kind of, you'd, that's kind of like where you'd expect the episode to end almost, because they kind of like separate. But All Might comes running out and he says, pride's important, but, and you have the abilities needed to be a pro. And before All Might can finish his lovely talk, and I'm sure would fix everything, Factor <laughs> <laughs> goes like, no, let me go. I can surpass you without having to tell me all this stuff. And, uh, yeah, All Might's like, oh, it's hard being a teacher. And it's like, no, you're a teacher. Pull him aside and be like, hi, we're going to talk after class next week, tomorrow. No. <laughs> <laughs> talk to a Razorhead. What, what's a Razorhead's excuse? A Razorhead doesn't deflate after an hour. Why isn't a Razorhead pulling him aside? Why is no one actually talking to this child? Yeah, that's something I've been wondering for, like, the longest time now. I was like, don't they have some kind of counseling services at UA, because, like, I don't want to get into spoilers, like, but stuff mm. that happens later on in the series, it feels like these kids would especially benefit from some counseling afterwards. And it feels kind of odd that, you know, a hero school where they're prepping people to be like, oh, you're going to see a lot of dangerous stuff. You're going to have to deal with a bunch of deranged criminals once you go into the real world. And they're not really teaching them how to kind of, like, compartmentalize and kind of deal with the fallout from that kind of stuff, which seems kind of weird to me. Given everything that you know, heroes are eventually going to deal with, and I was thinking of like you know the emergency first responders and how they mm. deal with a lot of PTSD because of what they see on their jobs every day. Mm. And I feel like you know if you're a hero, you'd have something similar happen to you in the real world, but you know mental health doesn't seem to be like a big thing that they're concerned about in this series, which is kind of weird to me. Yeah, and I feel like I would have less of a problem with it if they didn't actually, they kind of like halfway acknowledge it. Like they do talk about it, but yeah. they don't take that final step. And to be fair, Bakugo has no interest in it. And I think like you can't yeah. really force someone, I guess maybe you can, because you can like, what is it, like legally assign, or like yeah, after a legally... court case, you can be assigned anger management yeah, classes or, if we... or something. Or if you know, if professional heroes is like a thing where like, okay, you have to be registered, you know, I have to have permission and everything. They could be like, all right, before we put you out there and let you have like your hero license and all that, you know, you're going to have to go get a psych evaluation to make sure that, you know, you're okay before you get that back. If they did something like that, it would make sense. Mm-hmm. So. That would be interesting. I think it'd be cool if like to be a pro pro, you have to do a psych exam. It's kind of like to be yeah. a cop, you have to do that. And like, uh. I think some other... I think also the military. Yeah, you have exactly. To do that. So, like, I, Bakugo wouldn't pass that. <laughs> no, not, not a chance. Not in a million years. <laughs> Still, even, even now, like, spoiler, in the series where we are now, Bakugo's gotten a bit better, but he would yeah. still would not pass that. No. But I guess that's not the story. Like, if... Oh, yeah, sorry. If My Hero Academia all of a sudden turned it, like, it would have to become, like, a counseling like thing instead yeah. of a superhero yeah. series. And I guess, like, it makes sense that they can't, but at the same time, with, like, such, like, the extreme personalities and, like, how they, like, kind of skirt the edges of, like, we they kind of address it, but then they don't go far enough. And it's, like, why yeah, you I acknowledge mean, it, but then not enough? Even in the series, like, they don't have to explicitly show him, like, going to his counseling sessions, like, talking out his feelings and stuff. Mm -hmm. But, like, even if you just showed, like, indications, like, okay, he... If you even if you just showed, like, okay, he went to the first meeting, we'll just show you what happens at that one where he kind of talks out his problems. And then after that, if you just mentioned it like offhand, like, oh, you know, Bakugo went off to see his psychiatrist today, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Then like 20 chapters later, you can be like, okay, you know, you can start seeing like slow changes in him 
from like all his meetings. Like you don't have to show the meetings and you could just show the results of what happened. I feel like would be a better way to kind of get around that. Mm-hmm. And it wouldn't have to be like, like you're, it wouldn't be just like quickly. Like, oh, he went to therapy. Now he's better. It'd be like slow. Yeah, progress. Exactly. That's what it really is. Yeah. So like, I feel like the series is kind of managing that, that he does have the slow improvements, but yeah. it's just still so slow. So I hope like right now, <laughs> Okay, this is now. Okay, let's cut. Okay, now we're gonna say if you're anime, if you are literally only on episode eight, stop listening here because <laughs> now we're gonna talk about. <laughs> we're gonna go into the manga spoiler. So also, if you're only seeing up to season three, maybe stop listening because <laughs> <laughs> there's only so much that we can duck around stuff like this. Yeah. Um, but I think overall, would you like? I think Bakugo is definitely better. Maybe in this last chapter, we don't really see any of that though. No, that's what kind of turned me off about the ending of the chapter. It was like, all right, we're back to, you know, original Bakugo, where he's like, oh, I'm going to show you up, Deku. I'm going to show you how much better I am. If This is why I'm kind of like, oh, I don't know if Horikoshi will actually let Bakugo lose then yeah. if he wants to use this fight as a way to showcase that he has learned how to work with people better. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. Like, it didn't give me an indication of that. If it seems like... Horiko, she's just trying to set up a red herring where it's like, no, it's the same old Bakugo, and the next mm-hmm. chapter will turn out that no, he's completely actually kind of flipped it around. But that that could be cool that like if he just completely flipped and he did like have like a not Russian plan because Bakugo is incredibly smart. Yeah. But it just it would even now it would it wouldn't feel because he just still doesn't feel like he's there. Like even if he did do that, I'd be like, I still feel like Bakugo just Russian. Yeah. But what do you, what were you going to say? Sorry. No, I was going to say, like, that's the thing. Like, he still has the same anger control and, like, impulse issues that he always has. So it seem, would seem totally out of character if he suddenly became, you know, more rational and, like, completely, like, he restrained himself from kind of rushing in to do, like, just start uh, blasting things away. So I don't know, like, because it took almost what like a hundred some chapters for us to see like the bare sliver of Mm. Bakugo character development. So I don't know how much more we're actually going to get in the series going forward. Mm. What do we really learn from the, the second Bakugo versus Deku fight? Oh, I think it's the major revelation there that he also looks up to All Might. Didn't we, did did we not already know that? No, I don't think we knew that. I think that's something we learned where he's like, oh, I want to be the number one hero as well. Like, he's always looked up to All Might, and he's like, I think the revelation in that was like, oh, I always looked up to All Might, and he's like, oh, but you know, I was the cause of uh, his downfall. Yeah. Yeah. I was the one that uh, basically brought down my idol. Mm -hmm. It's like, how do I live with something like that, knowing that I did this to him? Mm Mm-hmm. But I think we also, like, even in this episode, Bakugo tells All Might, I'm going to become number one. Yeah. So I guess, like, but I guess that's not the same thing as saying, like, he admired him. It just means that he wants to surpass him. Yeah, I think it comes back to, like, what I pointed out earlier before. Like, Bakugo admires All Might because he's like, oh, he's number one. You know, he gets the most admiration. Everyone looks up to him. And that really reflects on what you see with Bakugo. Mm -hmm. You know, even as a kid where he, like, basked in the glow of everyone telling him how great he was how much of a genius he was how powerful his quirk was and i think that's what he sees in all might he's like oh you know all might's the most powerful because he's got this powerful quirk and Mm -hmm. everyone looks up to him they praise adoration on him he wants the same kind of stuff and then you have deku contrasting that which he sees different things in all might so now i'm kind of curious what did Todoroki see in All Might? Because I feel like Todoroki's will be a combination of both Bakugo and Deku's kind of imaginings of who All Might was. Mm-hmm. And I feel like maybe like Todoroki's kind of where like the natural born hero bit comes in. Yeah, because exactly. like Todoroki knows that he was like designed to be a hero, but like for him, All Might just like All Might uses his quirk however he wants, and like he de- he's not defined by his quirk. Todoroki doesn't know what All Might's quirk name is. Yeah. So, like, he's just himself. And I guess that's kind of what Todoroki would want, is he's, like, he wants to not, like, have that definition hanging over over him. So maybe it is true that, like, natural-born hero is important. And it's still something that hasn't been revealed. Because they know now that All Might lost his quirk. or they, 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 They know about his, like, weakened form, but they don't know that he actually lost it. 
Yeah, I don't think they know like the mechanics of his quirk. I think they just know that he's gotten like you know badly injured and that doesn't that's weakened him severely. I don't think they know the internal mechanics yet. Mm-hmm. So that would be a cool thing. That would be very cool to see Todoroki's response to that, if anything. Maybe that will be like what's the next plot point, like development thing for Todoroki is he'll now be the next one to find out. Yeah. Like Deku and All Might's secret and how that plays into him. And that's interesting. I think like he could kind of learn like. At the beginning, Deku was trying to get by without using his quirk, and I think yeah. Todoroki needs to try that. Oh no, I was just thinking what that was. I was talking about how Todoroki needs to learn like precision control. Mm-hmm. So maybe that's what he'll train with Deku on is like learning how to fine tune his quirk to be less destructive and more like you know, uh, more precision pinpoint. And then we have to remember, there's still like the quirk removal bullets. There might still be out there. Oh yeah. So like. Like, what if there is a way for Todoroki only to lose half of his quirk? Ooh, he kind of has two. Yeah. So that would be, like, I don't think he wants that anymore, though. No, I don't think so. Uh, but I don't, hopefully those bullets don't exist anymore, because I don't, I'm like, <laughs> I'm like I find it interesting at the same time when anybody, ever anybody's like, oh, what if, like, so-and-so lost their quirk? I'm just like, this yeah, is just, it's like, become kind of like a- X Machina thing hanging over the yeah. series, like, oh, anyone can lose their quirk now. Mm-hmm. All those bullets are out there. Yeah. I'm just like, eh. I'm kind of interested in for, like, certain characters, but even then, yeah. not, like, permanent. I just yeah. wanted, like, a bit. Like, Bakugo, I want him to lose his quirk for a little bit. Yeah. And Todoroki maybe could benefit from that a little bit, too. But I don't want yeah. them to lose it forever, because that would just be sad. Um, Any other comments for this episode? Uh, no, I think that was about it. <laughs> Yeah, uh, I think... Okay, let's round up. This is my hero academia. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at Sniper of My Heart. Where can we find uh, you, Ash? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at King Cocoa Butter. And uh, Sophie's not on this week, but you can find her on Twitter at Chopper's Antlers. And you can find our, like uh, the podcast Twitter at MHA Pod. You can follow us... I think it is just MHA pod. Yes. And you can email us at my hero pod. Um, we also have a Facebook account for my hero academia podcast and same for uh, Tumblr. And don't, you can like, you can rate us on iTunes too. Please do that. That would be cool. <laughs> <laughs> and we have a website, www.mhapod.com. Uh, it's very cool. If you're not on Twitter and you haven't seen the images I make for this chapter, the episode things, <laughs> check them are, out. Because... They are glorious, glorious images. <laughs> I pro- oh, I don't think I've uploaded the last few, but also Sophie's gone above and beyond. Like, there's a very cool like star signs and how they interact thing for all of Class A. I don't know if we know everyone's birthday for Class B yet. That could be cool to see. Yeah. And a quick summary of each of all of Class A and all the information we know about them and their rooms for the dorm arc. Oh, and there's also some memes that are just like kind of reactions to the episode. I would definitely recommend checking it out because Sophie has a lot of really cool stuff up here. And we might eventually have articles on there. It's just a matter of us making them. <laughs> <laughs> I just need to do it, but we'll yeah. see. And I think that's all for this week. Um, sorry, the episode's going to be a little bit delayed, so thank you for listening all the way through. And don't forget to go beyond! Plus, Plus Ultra! Ultra! Yeah, Ultra! I went really short there, sorry. Okie <laughs> 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 <laughs>